so adamant about becoming my maidservant instead of my friend? Radha is not angry. She is amazed. She knows Raghunath Das Goswami's heart. And yet she is transfixed by his pure devotion. He replies, when Mahaprabhu left this world, I was ready to give up my body, but Rupa Goswami saved me. The Acharya becomes emotional. Radha softly says, and then Rupa Goswami revealed your Vrindavan pastimes and he revealed to me his identity. Then Rupa Manjari guided me towards you and to residence at Radha Kund. Full of love, Radha adds, she is so dear. Dasa Goswami agrees. I became hers and when I was with her, I learned of the wonders that she discovers in your service. Oh, really? He shakes his head side to side in appreciation. Yes, and thus sprouted a desire in my heart to savor what she relishes. I can see my Rupa has had a wonderful influence on you. Smiling, she adds, and your desire seems to be more like a fruit than a sprout, the Acharya says. And your lake transformed me. Did my lake speak to you? In so many ways, it nourished and watered the seed planted by Sri Rupa. Thus, by your arrangement, Sri Rupa and Radha Kunda instilled in me the irrevocable desire to be your maidservant. The Goswami pauses. By your arrangement, I have been fixed in this identity. Why would you now want me to be something else? Radha thinks. These devotees are very good at argument, are they not? Aloud, she says. But my friends derive such bliss from our friendship. What to speak of from their encounters with Krishna, replies the Goswami. I'm your friend too. Radha chuckles to herself. And so fast thinking too. Radha Das Goswami says, under Sri Rupa's wing, I have found a company of manjaris like Lavanga and Rasa, as well as the shelter of Sakis, such as Lalita and Vishaka. Being in Lalita's Gana, I am surrounded by your friends and by talks of your friendship. Raghunath Das Goswami then poignantly asked Radha, am I not your friend? Radha flushes in embarrassment, but she knows that this is not the diplomacy of the young man who had sweet talked a threatening Muslim tax collector into accepting him as a son. This was the innocence of a mild-mannered 13-year-old girl of Raja. Of course you are. Thank you, 
that means so much to me. Raghunath Das Goswami thrills at the thought that he may be prevailing upon Srimati Radharani. He continues, Yarupa Manjari taught me that greater pleasures abound than those found in a direct relationship with your beloved. How is that possible? She knows the answer, but she is delighted to hear it from him. And the Goswami is eager to explain. We know that no gopi, Lakshmi, or Devi enjoys exchanges with Krishna that are more rewarding than those tasted by you. In humility, Radha lowers her face. Who said that? Rupa and Sanatan Goswamis. Radha clears her throat. She could not argue with such authority. With her silence, she reluctantly acknowledges a truth that is uncontested in the groves of Vrindavan or the hymns of the Vedas. Not wanting to be presumptuous, the Acharya poses a question. If I am connected to you as assistant and friend, then does not your experience of pastimes with Krishna also become my experience? Again, Radha is caught off guard, but she has no other return than to reply, yes, of course. After a moment, she thinks to press her devotee for an explanation. She wants to hear more. But tell me, if I am unique, how can others enjoy as I do? It was good logic, but Das Goswami is not short for words. You are the sweetest, most fragrant desire vine of Vrindavan, and you always embrace the blooming Krishna tamal tree. Radha smiles at the poetic description. The Acharya continues. If I am a flower, a manjari on that charming Madhavi creeper, then will the waters of pastimes that nourishes the vine not equally nourish this flower? Sri Radha's admiration is not lost on her devotee. She whispers. My, my, where did you hear such rhythmic composition? Raghunath Das is enthusiastic in his answer. From your rupa, his poetry is beyond compare. What else have you learned from him? Let me hear. Das Goswami is increasingly in his element. I will cite a verse in praise of your Lord, because I know that will please you most. You are right. At the conclusion of his Utkalika Balari, my Gurudev writes. It's a long one. And he stops there. Madhavya Madaranga Kananapada Prapta Dirajasriya Vindaranya Vikasi Sarabhatate Tapicca Kalpaduma Nato Notapam Jagadeva Yasya Bhajate 
kirti chata chayaya O fragrant, tamal, desire tree, blossoming in Vrindavan forest. O handsome monarch, embraced by the motherly vine of this forest's ruling goddess. O tree, shade of whose glory protects the world, from a host of burning sufferings. What wonderful fruits do people find at your feet? Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, I think I need to read it one more time though. Just to fully... Uh, you read the Sanskrit really nice. O fragrant tamal desire tree blossoming in Vrindavan forest. O handsome monarch, embraced by the mother divine of this forest's ruling goddess. O tree, the shade of whose glory protects the world from a host of burning sufferings. What wonderful fruits do people find at your feet? Yes. Radha opens her eyes wide. That is so lovely. Their conversation pauses for a moment as she savors Rupa Goswami's composition. Raghunath Das Goswami softly breaks the silence. The bliss of your servants is your bliss, and it supersedes the bliss of your sakis. Because of this, sadhakas see little point in aspiring for a lesser happiness. Do they? Goswami is quick to add. They do not want the position of a Saki because they do not want to be your competitor. They want to be your servant. The talk had drifted slightly from Raghunath Das Goswami to Sadakas. So Shimati Radharani brings it back to the Acharya. I understand you would like to serve, but my friends also do that. They help dress me, comb my hair, and arrange for meetings with Krishna. Is that not satisfactory? Whatever your gopi friends do excels the skills and expectations of the goddess of fortune. No one compares to them. Then why not do what they do? The Goswami replies. I am also your friend. And if you are your Saki's order, then I too can do all those lovely services. That is the donning for which I pray. I offer you that dawn. That is the dawning for which I pray, meaning that is the instruction. Should be I'm the dawn for which I pray. That's the event, that's the development. I offer you that dawn. You are most kind and, magnan and magnanimous. Yet, without appearing ungrateful, I must confess that my meditation is on services that Lalita and others will not do for you, services that Rupa Manjari has made known to me in confidence. Radha raises her eyebrows. What will you do that Lalita cannot? Raghunath Das Goswami is straightforward and bold. 
when, when, after pastimes of delight, you and your beloved are resting in a grove, your friends are hesitant to enter for fear of causing embarrassment. And so, but because you are not shy before innocent maids like Rupa, girls under her authority move freely where Sakis cannot. And there is so much to, to be done during your trance of love. That is the privilege for which I aspire. Radha is receptive to, receptive to her devotee's plea. Tell me more. There are many wonderful services that all Sakis do. I too can accomplish them. Just because one person offers the king a mango one day does not mean another person cannot offer a mango the next. Similarly, those same services that Sakis do, I will undertake with all my heart to the best of my ability. Tell me about those services. I will arrange a meeting between you and Krishna. How will you do that? Sitting erect, Das Goswami says, O Devi, sometimes while in a hurry to meet Shyam, your ecstasy is so overwhelming that you wander off the forest path and get lost. You do not even know if you are still in Raj. Under these circumstances, you and Krishna are unable to meet. Radha listens absorbed, and she also sits erect. The Acharya continues. When such tragedy strikes, if I am your shadow, then I shall seat you in a secluded grove and offer you Japa Mala to chant Hare Krishna. Then using my best skills, I shall run and find Krishna and bring him, back, bring him to you. Radha claps. That is wonderful. Is there a reference? Is actual pastimes? Huh? Is actual pastimes? I don't. I don't know. I mean, pra everything is a reference. But uh, you know, I I decided only to reference actual quotes. Otherwise, it's just endless. No, I wasn't asking you for that reason. Yeah, these are... I, I was asking you because I was interested in reading it. About uh, <laughs> uh, offering the Java Mala? Yeah, or is that, just, is that something No, that's that... me. But the the other thing is uh, uh, probably Ujwala Nilamani. Yeah, no, I'm talking about offering the Java Mala. <laughs> Which other thing is Ujwala Nilamani? Just, for instance, uh, you know, she walks off the path, gets lost. Mm. So Majari sits her down and goes, finds Krishna and brings her. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... I mean, I... I do know there are different stories told by tradition of Krishna's chanting and Radha's chanting and, you know, Krishna's crying, chanting Radha's names and Radha's crying, chanting Krishna's names. But... I was wondering specifically if it was a reference about Chapamala. She, yeah. Uh, not in, in this, but you know, Raghunath Das Goswami's explanation of the Mahamantra is about Radharani chanting 
Krishna's names. Mantra, Hare Krishna Mantra. I had a, I had a real hard time bringing that down from the triple X category into the PG thirteen. <laughs> 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 bringing down his commentary on Raghunath Das's commentary on the Mahamantra. It's that. Uh, Explicit. It's that explicit. It's that explicit. It's, a, it's almost in the category of Gita Govinda. What was your ranking? You told me. Uh, you told me. The most explicit is Gita Govinda, yeah. more than Gita Govinda Lilamrita. More than more than Govinda Lilamrita. Mm. Oh yeah. Govinda Lilamrita, then. Krishna Bhavanamrita. You're going up no, or down? I mean, in terms no, of explicitness. No, going up in terms of explicit. Then uh, Krishna Bhavan Amrita is more explicit. Then? Then Govinda Lilamrita. Krishna Karnamrita. It doesn't fit into a thing. It's certainly on, on level with Gita Govinda in terms of poetry. It's so beautiful. I mean, it just makes me want to know Sanskrit. I would just read those verses. He's really out of this world. It's really out of, out of this world, poetry-wise. Maybe sometime we can read some when Chaitanya Charitamrita is full of Krishna Karnamrita. Mm-hmm. When such tragedy strikes, if I am your shadow, then I shall seat you in a secluded grove and offer you Japa Mala to chant Hare Krishna. Then using my best skills, I shall run and find Krishna and bring him to you. Radha claps. That is wonderful. If such service pleases you, perhaps you will gift me with a necklace. Radha agrees. I certainly will. The Acharya needs no further prompting. Another service I will do is during those times when your elders have struck your movements and hence a meeting. Now Radha is despondent. Oh dear, do not fear. I will bring your liaison and carry messages between you two and in this way bring you life and joy. Is there a third service you can do? Oh, yes, many more, a dozen more. She is absorbed. I am all ears. He continues. One of my favorite offerings is to fuel Krishna's desire to meet me. How will you do that? I will describe your great love for him. A little excited, Radha asks, What will you say? I want to hear. You cannot be too open and give me away for free. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good.
Shrimati Radharani's ecstasies now take the side of Raghunath Das Goswami and make her increasingly favorable to his line of reasoning. He replies, making sure that no one else can hear, I shall say something like this. Tvam ajaniyati pala subhilokayanti tvam shinvati kuvalayati karnapuram tvam purnima vidumuki hridibhavayanti vakshomilina navanilamanin karoti O Hari, when Radha, whose face is like the full moon, gazes at your portrait, she thinks that you are the collyrium to cool her lotus eyes. When she hears of your sublime qualities, she thinks of you as the blue lotus decorating her ears. And when she meditates upon you in her heart, she sees you as a blue sapphire adorning her bosom. You know how this is very similar to what Kavi Karnapur says in Chaitanya Chaitamrita, which I forget the verse just now, but when Lord Chaitanya asks asks Puridas, he says, Puridas, speak. And he says this verse, uh, Anjani Kuvalayam Uru Mahendra Manidana Vrindavanya It's just same same three points he makes. Mm-hmm. This verse is from where? Oh, I don't know. Let's see what the footnote says. Now Shimati Radharani becomes helplessly lost in remembrance of the exploits spoken of by Das Goswami. Such ecstasy appeared to favor him, but now his request to be her attendant flows to a far corner of her mind. It is not forgotten, but delayed. Absorbed in Krishna, she lets out a yearning sigh that is followed by a long silence. I'll stop here by just a question. Can we assume that the varieties of services are more accessible to Manjaris and Sakis? Sakis have more uh, uh, more more freedom to act of their own accord, whereas Manjaris uh, have to, unless they're alone with Radharani, uh, they, you know, may have to get permission from the Sakis to act or instruction to act, uh, unless unless it's their specific seva that they're doing their, their regular service, one of their ekadasa bhavas. But uh, other, other services, just because the sakis are, are more on par with Radharani, they don't have to answer to anyone except her. Mm-hmm. 
and she rarely interferes with them. So, so they can take more initiative as long as they don't get too too much into the service mood. Then Radharani mm-hmm. resists the service from them. Some out, out of embarrassment? Some service, menial service. I mean, they dress her, they do everything. Govinda Lilamrita, Bhavanamrita, they both describe Saki's dressing her. Yeah, dressing her more for preparation than after the. It's the manjuris who. Yes, and Kulmachrit. Yeah, I particularly like the verse one. And from Kusamanjali when Rati goes and gets the belt. Yeah, it's in the beginning and the end. Both places. So seems to be a pastime that's very fixed uh, in part of uh, his service, but very fixed in his mind. As almost implying like an ekadasa bhav, that's well, it's a particular service. A particular service. Uh, I mean, it's a particular pastime. That you know, she's lost her belt. It isn't that. That's necessarily. That's not the ekadasa bhava. That you know, she's the belt finder. Uh, but uh, that whole pastime is so uh, had such a impression. Honor that he brings it up, f- finishes the book with it, almost, and then starts it with it. Uh-huh. Raghunath Goswami is alone dressing Srimati Radharani. So does that mean that no one else is alone addressing Srimati Radharani. That was another question I had. <laughs> Believe it or not. Is it so unique? Not uniquely <clears throat> designated? Rupa writes about it, Vishwanath writes about it. They're all addressing. Alone. Alone. Devotees want to do that. If, if I got, ever got the opportunity, I'd want to do it. You've been doing it for a year and a half. I've been doing it for a year and a half. I've been doing it for 30 years. <laughs> well, well that, writing it. You said you've been yeah. writing about dressing for the last yeah. year. <laughs> so, yeah. How does it, how does it work? Well, certainly, some reference, good references have to be there. (laughs) There aren't many. 
They aren't pending. No, I mean a reference from. I mean somebody has to. Yeah, there aren't. I'm, I'm saying there aren't many. Prabodhan only talks about multiple Radha Krishnas. Simultaneous multiple Radha Krishnas. He does talk about it. And Radha Rasa Suda, did he? I think it's been down in Mahimamrita. Yeah. Water. Yeah, sure. Just filtered. That's all I have. I don't have any water. That's all I drink. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the only only reference. It's a uh, except, of course, for the cover of the first canto, which uh, huh? cover of the first canto. Thank you. Do you want Where's some the more? First Here's Radha Krishna, and here's, looks like, well, yeah, I mean, it must be, it, it can't be Uruva, it must be Krishna, with a crown, uh, effulgence. seeing what you're referring to multiple this is Radha Krishna yeah and in the background there's another Krishna with gopis yeah oh I see what whether it's you know just uh, artistic freedom the proper directed the artist in that one but the, the whole description of Radha Kun provides an unlimited seems to be punjas of for Easter of the Astasakis and obviously they're in, it's not in succession. It must be in simultaneous, I would think. I yeah. I mean there's a lot of inconceivable things, but I'm just, I'm thinking of, can you think of any kind of other reference to that? Expansions? Yeah. Not at all. There are references. I've seen the Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur gives references, but not in Raj. That's my thought. 
of course, you know, there's, but, there's, Krishna is eating with the cowherd boys, and each cowherd boy thinks he's sitting in front of him. Krishna's dancing with the gopis, and he's with each one of the gopis. Then, you know, when they're doing Kunjalila, she's thinking, he's just with me. So these are... Well, you, you, exa this, exactly, this, this, the evidence that inspires me to think that it's there, but not so much discussed, is that by the fact that Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur doesn't like to use the example of expansions in, in Rasalila. He prefers to describe it more as Krishna, one Krishna, moving co continuously like a firebrand in between all the gopis. It's because of thinking of them as expansions is too Aishwarya. He says that. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, which seems to imply that the Acharyas don't like to think about expansions because it inhibits it inhibits their you know their spontaneity of of the pastimes because the element of Aishvaya will always come in if you think of expansions. If well, they yeah, that's in their role as Acharyas because they're talking tattva. But when you're there, then you're just thinking, there's no question of expansion, he's only with me. Right, exactly. Or even if he expands, there may be expansions, but they don't, they don't think of and it. And Jiva Goswami explains that in, in Gopal Champu, that each gopi thought when she was with Krishna, she was alone, even though Krishna was embracing another gopi nearby, and they thought it was simply a tree. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they thought it was just simply seeing a tree. They thought Krishna's with me. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that's in Gopal Champu. Mm. I've, I've not yet discussed multiple Krishnas or multiple Radhas. Weren't we discussing the other day the possibility of multiple Mahaprabhus? Yeah. <laughs> but how else? I mean, I guess I should be asking that question, how else? You know, it's like, because there's no... I mean, the one thing that I consistently came upon again and again in my research and when I was studying this element. Which element? Of Krishna's inconceivable pastimes, you know, which is, because many times you come upon certain things which is about Krishna which are inconceivable. And the, the Acharyas will always bring that to light. You know, you can only go so far <laughs> in conceiving Krishna because he's just beyond conceivability. And uh, if he chooses to reveal, then you could know. But you're at his mercy. 
for him to, to be able to understand it. But the, I kept on seeing again and again in these things I was researching that, that you have to accept inconceivable. If you don't, you have no basis for ever, ever understanding unless you accept that what Krishna does is inconceivable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How Krishna is is inconceivable. But then to the degree that we can explain it is definitely a result of his inconceivable kindness and compassion and mercy. <laughs> this question of where where inconceivability means that you're no longer able to conceive of something. In other words, how, how something happens may be inconceivable, but you may be able to still explain it. In other words, how does Radharani address, and she's thinking she's only one, and she's almost not thinking that she's with anybody else. She's just thinking she's with Rati and Bilap, and she's thinking she's with Rupa and with Kalika. And uh, so, so that far we can go now. You know, how, how is she oblivious to that? Well, say that it's, you know, there's their uh, Mugdata and their uh, Sarvagya. So she's just completely covered. Then how does that work? Oh, that's inconceivable. Yeah. At a certain, a certain point, you just bump into the wall. Right. And that repeatedly happens. Yeah. It repeatedly happens. I mean, it, if you keep going and going and going, you, you bump into the wall. There's so far you can go that makes sense, and you can get an answer, and then, then you stop. But going there is is so eligible. <laughs> that's why. That's what. That's what. That's that's why it's. Siddhanta, there's no boundaries. Siddhanta Bodhi Achitte. Yeah, it's relishable. Yeah. I was reading Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur's commentary about Uddhava's bewilderment about Krishna. Why? Where? where? Into the Bhagavatam. No, no but where, where is Uddhava's bewilderment? When Krishna was asking for his, uh, for his uh, advice. advice. Yeah. And he was specifically making the point that Uddhava's bewilderment was not that that Krishna was being submissive to Uddhava's knowledge and, and pretending to not know. But Uddhava's bewilderment was that he could understand clearly that Krishna didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> he explains that.
Where do you go with that one? That's in the third canto or further in the tenth? I think it's in the tenth. Well, when Krishna marches into Agasara's mouth, he's in the nectar of not knowing. What do I do? If, uh, if I do it this way, this will happen. If I do it the other way, that will happen. What do I? So for a moment, he was not knowing. Right. And, and relishing that. And relishing it. And, and Rupa Goswami explains also in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, he gives different examples of the 18 mm-hmm. faults. Mm-hmm. One of them is bewilderment. And he explains that Krishna was bewildered because he did apparently he didn't know. He had to look after Brahma stole the calls. He didn't know where they were. And he had to go start looking for them. So that he displayed one of the qualities of bewilderment. Because he didn't he's looking for the where are they? <laughs> and uh, making mistakes, he gives another example of how when Krishna and Balaram were following the, the sound of the ankle bells and they thought they were falling behind mm-hmm. Yasoda mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and then they looked up and saw oh, <laughs> it's not Yasoda and they had to run back they made, they made a mistake <laughs> and all the older gopis were relishing watching that scene yeah <laughs> Uh, those were I, I those were really nice. Those, mm. That description in Bhakti Samhita Sindhu. It's really nice to take one of those and to sort of elaborate, you know, puff it out, because they're just so, so condensed that we get those things. To just a couple of lines, and uh, describe them as a pastime. Well. What about in Damodar Lila, when you were writing that book, what's it mm. called? Damodar Chalani. Yes. The question comes up in the commentary, was Krishna really afraid or was he faking it? Queen Kuti in, in, in Bhagavatam, the commentary says that she wouldn't have been bewildered if he had just been faking it. But she's saying, what is this? He's really afraid. Right. Yeah, he's afraid. It's wonderful. But yeah, he's relishing what it's like. Otherwise, how can he not know what ordinary living entity knows what it's like to be afraid of your mother? But I love that analogy. I always use it. As Vishwanathakur gives of the bee entering into the lotus flower. And then the petals of the lotus flower closing on the bee, being covered by the petals. And he uses that as an analogy of that when Krishna enters into the heart of his devotees and becomes trapped in the heart of the devotee by so much, by forgetting his divinity, is that but just as the bee doesn't mind being trapped by the petals of the lotus flower because there's so much nectar doesn't mean in the lotus flower. Krishna doesn't mind being covered by the uh, by his, the love of his devotees because there's so much nectar to relish in their hearts. I wish I had so much nectar in my heart <laughs> for Krishna to get trapped. For someone to get trapped there. Eh?
I finished the section. So if you want to, there's plenty, still plenty of time. Any other discussion points? Discussion points? Such a is so revelatory, Vilap Kusumanjali, but it, it does require really careful study. Up until I started writing, I, I, I actually never studied it so carefully, and I've been reading it for 20 years um, and, and seeing actually. At least up until now, how it's very, you know, how it's very sequential. Uh, after after this, things get a little. Uh, the chronology it's no longer chronological. It's after this verse, sixteen. You're saying after forty-four. So no, uh, right up until forty-four, it's all. It's all. Very, very nice. And, uh, and then, so you write not Daskoswami, it's so much bliss that, uh, you know, he enters into the real, he doesn't, he doesn't keep chronology. And it's interesting that no one, because uh, probably Jiva Goswami also saw but uh, it wasn't, things weren't put into chronological order uh, that are described in uh, Vilap. Uh, you know, there's, there's afternoon pastimes. I, I forget more, you know, there, there's some, some that aren't in order. And, uh, and they, he didn't put them into order. Or no one else, no one else did. Jiva Goswami didn't. So if they're not in order, then internally, what's happening? Just it's ecstasy, just roaming through the lila, and what attracts his heart, he writes down. And that's, that's also there in the Bhagavatam, uh, which pastime is out of sequence. There's, uh, there's one, one pastime that's out of sequence. Oh, you're right. Remember? Uh, I just remember there's one, I just can't. Yeah. Which so the same thing with Shukadeva Goswami. His ecstasies. And of course the other is that, you know, when we when we tell stories sometimes, you know, we you know that oh yeah, but then there was this. Before that there was actually this, I forgot, and you go back. Uh, 
But if you're writing a book, sometimes you'd sort of put in a, put it in order. I remember the question I wanted to ask. Is that we oftentimes think that after verse six, everything is internal. It's his internal meditation, whereas before that, one, an one and two, one and two also. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, one and two also. But at the end, when verse six finishes, then the rest are his internal meditations. But internal meditations means as Raghunath Das Goswami, not as Rati Manjari. He's Raghunath Das Goswami. And uh, aspiring for service as Rati Manjari. And he gets completely absorbed in that because his his absorption is not the type of, well, spurti, spurti. Is it spurti or spurti? Spurti. Uh, that uh, we have, it's, well, when the spurti is of a devotee who's at the stage of advanced prema, especially anurag, mahabhav, then it's called vispurti. So then it becomes, then it's very, very real, very deep, uh, a very, very, uh, in, in, it's very strong. Uh, and uh, so that those are his, his meditations uh, are like that because it is real. It's not just a meditation, it's actually re- reality. It's just that. He keeps uh, he keeps having to lose that meditation because they're all short. Uh, a, a, you know these these are spurti is is all within the mind, and it's in a certain given period of time you go in, and then you come out. So it's the same thing uh, for him. Would it be like? But it's not. Yeah, it's not a mental image. It's actually. Reality. There's a description of Svarasaki. Right, Svarasaki is an internal absorption. It's flowing. That flows. Whereas, I guess the other example is Mantra Upasana. Is that you take a mantra and then your mind is fixed on a particular Yes, I'm just thinking why would Swarasaki be out of sequence? But yeah, he's he's at the stage of Swarasaki. He's at the stage of Swarasaki. I just looked into the light. Um, but thinks that he's a and he has to think that he's a sadhaka, even a sadhana bhakta. So 
so that we can relate to. What Rupa Goswami taught is showing mm-hmm. specifically about spontaneous devotional service. But he's not consciously doing that. This is all Yoga Raya is arranging. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, not he's, consciously he's saying I'm doing this to show No. Obviously. No, he th- he thinks he thinks, he thinks he's, he's a practicing. There, there he is. He's a sadhaka. He's been 80 years struggling. He's still struggling and he's really feeling that pain. Which is really, you know, if you want to make me dance, make me dance as you like. In other words, putting the devotee through that, which is ecstasy, ecstasy of separation, putting him through all that pain just just for the sake of instructing others. Otherwise, how will, how will others know? And then that's why Bhakti Nautakura also recommends the other books. Swaniya Madasaka, Manashiksha, uh, Rajavilas Stava, uh, and uh, Vilap, and uh, Vishakananda Vidastotra, which is also far out, that devotees should be reading these books and studying them. He lists those in Jayavadama, right? Yes, right at the end. And he points out what the function of all each of them is. Bhaktivinotaku is far out. It's really Jaiva Dharma real historical event or not? <laughs> I don't know. Is there an answer to that question? Some people will just say Bhaktivinoda Temple is Nityasiddha Parikar, he, he has full access to a certain transcendental realm where everything is known. And uh, he just composes from that stage. That's what Sanatana Goswami did with Gopu Kumar. Yes, that's right. So, So uh, more or less you're just taking the example of two ordinary people. They're not like historically significant people. Uh, that Vajra, Vajranath, and uh, whatever the other one's name is, and their evolution. He's certainly connecting them to Jnana Chandra Goswami. He's no imagination. Uh, I don't know about the Raghunath Das Goswami and uh, Raghunath uh, Babaji. Babaji. Yeah. 
CC personalities. That's post Chaitanya Mahaprabhu anyway. It's 26. Is it? Who is this? 26. 24. That's clock's a little fast. It's 24. Yeah, I guess I do have to stop. I have to get on this discussion at 30. Okay. Shiny Tagu, Premanandi, Hari 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 Bo.